Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. We have Murali Nithai with us again to talk about how small businesses can leverage automation to get ahead in 2022. For listeners who are joining us for the first time, here's a quick recap. On previous episodes, we discussed selling flowers online and starting a business during the pandemic. Today, we're going to talk about how small businesses like flower shops can use automation to the same degree as big technology companies to drive growth. Let's get started. And you touched on this earlier, and this is something I wanted to talk about, was um, about automation um, and talking about automation and, and for local florists. Because um, as you touch on, automation can be awesome, right? And there's some great things that can happen, but you don't want to take away that personal touch because that's, you know, you think about your local florist and I just see, you know, I see Barbara that's smiling behind there and she's got flowers everywhere and she seems to have the perfect life. You know, we don't know that she got up at 5 a.m. and she flowers that came weren't great. She had to send some back. And, you know, we don't we don't get all that. Barbara's always smiling because, you know, life is good when you're a florist for the most part. Um, Like, let's talk about automation and and how that happens. I want to kind of talk about um, for like online businesses using automation, like what, what point like, let's just talk about local florists and like automation. Like, what is your opinion on automation and what's good and what's bad? So uh, automation is, you know, uh, obviously you can't, I mean, there are some, you know, uh, uh, companies trying to automate the design of flowers itself. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the automation uh, in every other area of uh, operating your business in terms of uh, order management and uh, routing your drivers is one of the things which is very unique to the floral industry. Uh, the, the one unique thing about the industry that I, to my knowledge, there's no other uh, is that you spend $100 buying flowers, and this is probably the only industry where you buy it and you experience it, uh, the reaction, but not the actual end product, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you send it to somebody, you may never see the flowers. You're not actually enjoying what you bought. Mm-hmm. This is basically, you just perceive it from the reaction from the other person, uh, right? Uh, so it becomes extremely important to automate the order processing and routing and customer service parts of it uh, so that you give the professional, you know, service to your customers and give them that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that regular updates and also making sure they get the delivery notifications and the order notifications, any changes and staying in touch with them. Those are the parts which can be uh, automated, which is what our solution does. We automate all of those areas where, uh, you don't need a personal touch in terms of, you know, communication, delivery notification, all of those things. And emailing, emailing is built in as a, uh, as a feature from within our software where you don't have to actually go and type something. Somebody it's all automated for them. Uh, the one area, you know, uh, where, you know, you've got to be smart about automating is there are some flower shops who actually call their customers and as a personal courtesy call, they call and then say, hey, your wife's birthday is coming up here. You have an anniversary coming up. We just mm. want to remind you about it, right? Now, you know, you can automate that. You can very easily say, you know, I can very easily, uh, you know, add a feature where it's going to just leave a automated message for them, but that's not the same thing. What we do is we bring it to the stage where it becomes very easy to do those calls, very easy to manage those uh, reminders and uh, uh, the entire process, but then we leave it for them to actually click the button and call directly from the software and talk to their clients directly. And that actually leaves a very good impression in the, in the customer's mind that, you know, they, they took the pain to call, talk, call me and talk to me and remind me about my wife's birthday, right? But then we automate everything else. You click a button, it's going to call. You can, you know, very easily, you know, add in follow-up 
in the software and uh, add notes and you know what is the preference and all that and also once they say yes let's do something for the birthday with one click of a button they can they're able to place the order without you know taking up the whole information and all that a lot of flower shops don't do it because it is so tedious to actually go mm. through the whole process you print a paper and you call dial each number and call the somebody's going to say call me after two hours now what are you going to do you're going to write it down on a paper and call mm. them again <laughs> it's so tedious and that you know if you spend one hour about 50 minutes is is spent on dialing the number writing the notes and all that right so we take away all of that and we automate most of it you are just spending your half an hour talking to actual clients so those are like you know those are the kind of things we do we automate to the extent where we don't take away the personal touch the other thing is there are some flower shops who pride themselves in uh, you know being high end florist giving you know doing very high end arrangements they like to handwrite their messages and handwrite the uh, the the name and address and all that so we have features in there where you don't want to do like take away that that is a selling point you don't want to take away that point mm -hmm. uh, if you are like like a low volume high end florist so we have features which will allow you to do that. You can still handwrite, but still have everything else automated. Well, I can tell you, there's there's two there's two feelings that I have about this. One is, um, I I wish you guys I wish I wish a local florist would have reached out to me about a month ago, um, because it was my wife and I's 15th anniversary that I oh. forgot about. So I'll go ahead and let the world know that that I am uh, uh, I'm a bad husband, uh, but now she forgot too. So that's who both kind of said, hey, today's 15 years, right? Wait, what, what's today? Oh, yeah. Hey, what are we doing? Are we going on a trip? So I forgot, right? So I would have loved for any florist, anybody, I don't care if you make candy or anything, would have reminded my absentee self. Um, of course, I got everything on my calendar. I got a million things on my calendar, but I don't have our anniversary or where we need to remember it. So to any local florist that hears this, you, you drop the ball because I would have spent big bucks. Because now actually what I'm going to have to do is I have to, I'm going to have to give her so many flowers that she doesn't go get, you know, an attorney and divorce me, right? Because I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting the important stuff here. I mean, if you really think about it, so I, I don't think she's going to leave me, but really that was, that would have been nice for somebody to give me a call and say, Hey, you want to go buy your wife, you know, 10,000 flowers? And I'd say, yes, I do. Cause I don't want to forget this next year. I'm not going to forget, but this year, and she forgot to, I mean, that's, it wasn't all me. Right. But that would have been nice. I love that. I, once again, I think, the attention to detail because you understand the florist is the differentiator for me because I do know, I know plenty of software companies and I've interviewed and talked to plenty of software companies where they're developed something and they try to bring it into an industry and it just doesn't have that personal touch. I think where you guys have created something from the ground up, from real world experience, I think it's a differentiator because you're saying, hey, people like to write on the cards. We think that's a, people like to see that handwritten that you spent the time to do that. And so we still, we're, we'll still, you know, embed that in, but, you know, but the email to thank them, maybe that's something that can be automated, right? Because you can't write in, when you, I guess you write an email, but you type it, but nobody needs to know whether you typed it or whether this was automated. And you also know what gets the best response rates because of the type of copy you write and the things you write there. So it's like, why reinvent the wheel if you know what gets a good response automation from the automation perspective but on the other side of it like hey you want to handwrite the cards or you want to you want to make the phone calls that's awesome but the issue is is how are you going to know about the 10 people that you need to make phone calls about today if you're not informed oh is it the post-it note that you wrote like all the 5,000 post-it notes you have at your office and you go it's around here somewhere it's post-it note 362 
I don't know where that's at on my desk. I mean, if I had a dollar, there was a point, and I even have a lot of post-it notes around on my desk right now. So this is a podcast. You can't see how many. So it's not a, a problem, but I, you know, I have to like write stuff down. And if and post-it notes are great for one or two things, but anything past three or four, obviously I didn't write down my anniversary. I probably should have thought about that. That would have been an important one to write down, but I, I already missed that boat. So it is what it is. But you know, I, I think that's I love the fact that it's that like, hey, you want to be reminded because you're a florist, you have 10,000 other things to worry about. Let the software take care of these 15 things that are pertinent to your business, but not something that you really want to take up the bandwidth in your head or the bandwidth of you know, putting it together or doing this. Like, let's keep it. I always call it keep it stupid easy, right? Where to point to it's like, hey, let's just take let's take the, the headache out of this because you have a million other things to worry about. You know, we we talk about this as being entrepreneurs. You have the issue with being an entrepreneur is that you're the president, the secretary, the treasurer, you're this, you're the janitor, you're like everything, you know? And it's like, how do you take that all on? I mean, how do you become a great florist and become a marketer and then become an accountant and then also become a negotiator and then become like, I mean, it's like, I just want to do flowers, right? I'm a chef. I just want to make food. Like, I don't want to get into all the other, the minutiae and all the other headache stuff. And that becomes cumbersome. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of businesses go down, not because they don't do good designs or because they have great food. It's because they don't the process the other 90% of the stuff that you have to do that you didn't sign up for. You know, I'm a right. chef. I just want to make food. But if nobody comes in your restaurant, guess what? You're not making food. Nobody's selling your, your, your buying your, your arrangements. Well, because if nobody can find you, guess what? doesn't matter how amazing it is. You know, we, we talk about that as marketers. You know, you can have the worst product in the world, but if you have a great marketer, people will buy it, right? Or you can have the best product in the world. And if you're not marketing it correctly, guess what? Nobody's buying it. So that's, that's the thing is like, how do you get found? You know, and that's, you, once again, with Flourish, you can have the great, great designs, but if nobody knows and you're not selling those out the gate, guess what? You're going to have to start working with somebody else. You got to go find the lead generation guy that's, that's bringing all the leads online that doesn't do flowers and buy the leads from him and, and make your, your, your smaller percentage on the back end. So um, I love that you guys have, have, have taken the headache away from that. Um, and like I said, if I had, didn't have these florist clients, I would say, wow, sounds great. I like thoroughly get it. Like I understand the value of what you guys have created there um, from the ground up. So what are the, I mean, I understand, I guess, you know, we've talked about the advantages um, for local florists, right? I mean, obviously to be able to do that, it's, it's really comes down to, you know, it's going to be a time saver. It's probably not, not going to be, you don't have to go hire somebody to go do this. The automation is already set up. Um, do you have any tips for local florists who are looking to boost their sales? Like kind of talk about that because obviously you guys do the marketing. So you guys understand what works and what doesn't work. Um, any tips if we got any local florists listening today? Uh, so the main thing is uh, um, so you, a lot of flower shops, see the, what is uh, the biggest advantage that a local business has over the big name brands is that in the last few years, the search engines really changed their, uh, you know, methodology, and they're really promoting local results. Local, like near, yeah. my, near me, like you know, near me searches are booming, like they're going yeah. off the roof, and you know, your voice searches are taking over and all that. You have a huge advantage in, uh, in terms of local uh, market. So they need to take advantage of that. If you don't take that, then there's no point in paying that rent for that physical location, and you know. You're essentially paying for that because, so that, you know, uh, and, you know, that's how you can be found out. So invest in online presence and local marketing. It's a huge, huge power in their hands that a big name brand cannot afford. They can't do that. I mean, they have to 
market nationally and the only way you can uh, uh, compete with them is locally and you know you can dominate that market nobody can compete with you the big national brand is not going to come beat you in your local market so take advantage of that so i love that yeah i think that's the thing is that and, and that's a great point you know if you're a a huge, huge chain nationally, great. They have TV and then some other stuff that can be expensive to, to market, you know, to your local audience, but you have the advantage of anytime you're doing any local SEO, your address is the differentiator, right? You have this address that's going to be able to say, hey, this is John's florist shop. He's in the middle of this area. This is the address and really take advantage of that and go in and like, like you know, Google my business and some other ones go and claim those profiles. We call it the NAP, right? The name, address, and phone number. Make sure those are all correct. I always tell people, hey, go Google your business. I don't care if you're a florist or what you are. Look in there. If you have the wrong email address or wrong phone number or wrong address, you're probably missing out on, on customers and clients. And Google has you know, really done a big thing of saying, hey, like if you're local, then you're going to get preferential treatment in those local areas. And I think that's what's really important to be able to go in and say, hey, go look at that and go see, you know, what does it look like for if you're a consumer taking a look at that? And also the more stuff you do locally, what I mean by that is like directories and stuff like that. This is more of a backlink play, but like, you know, you can start pushing through for your local market if you're, you know, I'm in Sacramento. So if it's Sacramento florist, you know, and see how many people are going in after that. And there's also ways to you know, also write descriptions and, you know, you can put the name of your florist shop plus or, or Sacramento florist shop dash Shane's place or something. You know, there's different ways that you can be, get creative with the local side of things. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's like, you know, and we can talk about all this stuff and you can come and hire somebody like me where I'm going to be very expensive. I'll be honest with you. I'm not cheap. Or you can go have somebody like yourself that has the software takes the, 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 you know, takes all the, the headache out of this thing. They can come in there, click at some buttons. You guys have been doing this for eight years. You built it from the ground up. Um, you guys' customer service is amazing. You've only been doing software for 30 years. So you're brand new at this. Oh, wait, no, no, 30 years. That's a long time, my friend. I mean, you've, you're well seasoned. So I love that. I, I love the fact that you guys are, are putting this together and that you guys saw a huge need in the market and you guys decided to, to take advantage of that. Um, any, I, I want to ask you too. So about with snap blooms, is there any, anything exciting that's, that's coming? I mean, what can you give us? I know you guys have just launched not too long ago. Um, anything else exciting, any new features, anything you can tell us that's even some secrets or anything? I don't know, like anything fun. Uh, we are, <laughs> we are catching up right now. Like, you know, we just launched, we are like you know, a, a month over month. We are, our, our uh, traffic is increasing. Our, you know, flower shops are coming on board with us and, uh, uh, you know, it's basically, you know, we are getting to that core, you know, uh, uh, area where, you know, in about, you know, six to eight months from now, we are expecting some good things uh, uh, to happen. And, and a lot of flower shops will be hoping to, you know, we're bringing on board uh, with our platform. I think things are going to, they're going to go crazy. I mean, we're just seeing that right now with concerts and weddings. I mean, just everybody is rebooking again, and it's going to go absolutely nuts. I think your guys is, you launched at the right time. Um, and I think things are going to go like through the roof for you guys. So I'm excited to see that growth. If you're a local florist and if, you know, 80% of the stuff that we talked about when it comes to automation and we say SEO and you don't know what that means, you might want to reach out to these guys, right? Let them take that headache from you. Don't, that way you don't have to worry about all that stuff. Because once again, you can go and do tons of research and try to figure it out. But why? You know, they're not going to be able to, to understand the knowledge that you guys have, have from the software you guys have created over the last eight years. So I want to talk about, so we've, once again, this is, this is awesome. I think this was, this was great for anybody that's in the florist industry. I wanted to do, we call this the fun section. 
right? Um, and once again, I always say this too, not that, not that before this wasn't fun, because we, I mean, we had some fun, right? We were smiling back and forth and talking about florists and we were, the party was getting started. But um, I, with questions, I always ask the same questions. So I always like to get people's answers and kind of hear different personalities. But um, if you could travel to one place in the world for free, so I'd pay for it and on my card, right? Don't tell the IRS, but I'd have to write it off and everything. But once again, we would, it would be fully paid for by me. Where would you go? Where would be a place that you would go? And everything's COVID free. So don't let COVID get in the way of any of these. It, it's already messed up our travels for a year, year and a half. Where would you go? So uh, I always like nature and trees and uh, greenery. Uh, so there is a, I don't know if you ever heard, there's a country called Bhutan. It's a very teeny uh, country, like- Very in, small. Uh, in, yes, very small and tucked in the Himalayas. Uh, it's very beautiful and untouched. Like it's, they don't allow too many tourists. You actually have to get a permit to actually visit them. So they control the number of tourists who come in just so that they don't commercialize it completely. Uh, so I always like destinations which are, you know, naturally beautiful, and untouched and not commercialized. So that's one place I would like to be. <laughs> that is, that sounds awesome. I, I, you know, I've actually heard about that, you know, in other places and it's, it's opened up a little more, but it was Cuba. Cuba was pretty untouched. I know that, um, I think we can say, I could, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that my family did go to Cuba. I don't know if we get in trouble for that. And this is a podcast. So we'll see if I have the feds come to my house, but um, we, you know, so a long time ago we went out there and it was just funny, like the, the cars from like the 1960s that were there. And cause it, you don't, you know, you don't have distributors and you don't have the new cars and said all these old cars are from the U S but I love the fact that you want to go to a place that's untouched. I think there's, there's something awesome about that of like, Hey, maybe even the internet doesn't work. I know that's crazy for me. That causes me a little anxiety. Maybe your phone doesn't work. Oof, now we're really, now we're really cooking with some gas. You know I mean? That would be just fully get away and be in nature. I'm a, I'm a huge nature fan. So anytime I get a chance to go camping or, you know, the ocean, I mean, I go on long walks every single day. I enjoy that. I enjoy that getting out. So I'll have to add that to my list. I'll have to try to see the permits are probably what years out or something. I can only imagine there's probably tons of people trying to get there. And it's like, that's yeah. funny. That's too funny. So that country has uh, something very interesting. Well, every other country is measuring their GDP, gross domestic product they have a national index called gross happiness index. So that by GDP, they just go by gross happiness index. Man, <laughs> that is the place you know? for me. <laughs> that is it. I, <laughs> man, I, I wonder if they're looking for a permanent resident. I want to be happy. I could, I bring smiles all day. I could, I don't know if I could make the, the index go any higher, but, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe if I get out there, I'll send you a picture of me smiling and, or I'll maybe send it to their, to their council or their government and say, Hey, listen, Today's the day, folks. We're going to go up from you know seventy percent to seventy-one percent because I'm going to bring some smiles out there. I love that. So, got another question for you. So, if you could choose any superpower, what would your superpower be? Hmm. So, um, there is a uh, an author from India that I know who you know once said that the army you have in your hands is you know your limbs, your hands, and your the fact that you're healthy and you have your endowed with a with a brain from from the god those are the gifts you have that's yeah. the superpower you need and never give up on that so if i choose then i just choose to have those powers remain with me as long as possible is, is how i would uh, prefer uh, to put it so that, that is a man that is appreciative because of the gifts that the god gave me and i just want to maximize that <laughs> 
I love that. I love that. You're like, hey, I've already got the superpowers. I just want to hold on to them as long as I can. I love that. That's that's why I ask these types of questions, you know, because some people are like, I want to, you know, travel. I want to do this. I want to like be able to click my fingers and go somewhere. And I think that's awesome. But for you, you're like, I just want to like continue to have feeling in my hands for a hundred years. And I just, you know, it's like appreciative of what you have and really understand that you do have superpowers and we can use those, right? And understand that as long as you you use the, the things, the powers that have been given to you by God, that good things can happen. You just got to figure out how you're going to use them and, and take care of yourself. I mean, I really, that's what it comes down to. So we already have our superpowers. I love that. That's a great message. So happiness and, and you already got superpowers, folks. This has turned into like a motivational speech. I, I love this. This is awesome. So what about... What about, do you have any like favorite books or podcasts or anything that, that either has like shaped your career or your personality? Is there anything that you've, that you've listened to or, or have read that, that you like kind of hasn't had an impact on you? Well, I follow Shane Barker. No, <laughs> stop it. Look at that. See, you're just, man, I'm taking you. We're going now. I'm going to go get the, we're going to get a, I don't have a plane, but we're going to go get a plane. A and we're going to Happyville. <laughs> Yeah, I follow uh, a couple of other podcasts, uh, Mixergy and uh, e-commerce yeah. field are a couple of them I follow. That's awesome. Uh, some, what about any books? Did you read any books or anything? I mean, I, I always, I'll be honest, I go to read a book and then I think about 10,000 other things. So I'm definitely more of an audible type. Um, but any, any books that, that come to mind? Uh, so recently I, I was pretty impressed and uh, very uh, you know, intrigued by a book called Soonish. Uh, 10 Emerging Technologies mm. uh, by Kelly Weinsmith and uh, you know, Zach Weinersmith. It was very interesting. This, it talks about how you know, your life is going to change, your lifestyle is going to change in the coming decades. Like they're trying to anticipate what are all the technologies that are going to emerge mm. and uh, you know, change the lifestyle as we see today. So, that's awesome. Okay. So what we'll do here, everybody, we're going to go ahead and put that book in, uh, in the show notes. But there, and actually, we'll put the other podcast too. I'm always, it's so funny. I'll get people that, um, that will say, oh, you know, I recommended a podcast. It's a competitor. Like, sorry. And I'm like, no, that's awesome. Like, I don't, I don't claim to be the best. And there's always more knowledge and there's more people. And if we're in the same industry, that's awesome. Like, hey, rock on. You're doing better than me. That's awesome. I'm doing better than you. That's cool too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity. It's like, hey, it's all about knowledge and, and helping each other in this, in this crazy world. So, um, Merle, hey, it's, it was an awesome, awesome, awesome having you on the podcast. If anybody wants to get in contact with you or know more about your companies, um, give us some of the details. So, I mean, uh, they can always reach out to us uh, at the phone number 240-685-9985 or email us at, uh, you know, sales at snablooms.com. Um, and we are always standing by to help any local florist. You know what I love about that? You're the first person ever to give out a phone number. I love that. <laughs> that just shows how custom it's like, Hey, call us right now. Like there is no reason to wait. Like if you call us right now, we will answer the phones. That's when you know it's customer service. Most people and shout out to my other guests. If you're listening, I love you guys, but most people are like, here's my email. Here goes my Instagram. You're like, here goes a phone number. Like give us a call. And I promise you that's how on top of it we will be is because we're given a phone number. Love that first guest to do that. I love that. Hey man, you were awesome. This, this was a great interview. I appreciate everything that you guys are doing out there, keeping florists, you know, helping them bring in the leads and, and good things happening or keeping the world with flowers, right? Telling me about happy places to go to and, and you know, your superpowers making me realize that I already have my superpowers. So this, 
This has been awesome, man. I'm, I, I Once again, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day. Thanks, Motorly, for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you here and to learn so many new fascinating things about the floral industry and the role of e-commerce and automation in boosting sales. If you're listening to this podcast and like what you hear, make sure you subscribe. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Next week, we'll have another great marketing leader. So stay tuned to the Marketing Growth Podcast. <laughs>